Okay. So there is some crazy stuff happening right now. And whenever the world is on a meltdown, I ask myself, who do I need to go to to get some answers? <laughs> Instead of panicking and curling up into a ball and freaking out, I go to the lighthouses. I go to the people who are tapped in and turned on to what is going on in the collective. And so it's my honor to have Dan on today. Dan, what is happening right now? What is going on? What is going on is a lot of, is going on. A, a huge recalibration is happening to the planet and, and all of its people. And we're in the midst of something really monumental that none of us know how it looks on the other side or uh, you know, even what it's going to look like next week or in a month or, or two. So there's a lot of unknowns and there's a lot of people that are in panic and a lot of anxiety and a lot of these, a lot of these collective shadow frequencies are, are up and about and everywhere. And just to acknowledge the, the enormity of what's actually happening to us at the moment, because it's, it's, it's huge and it, it, it's beyond belief at times how many people it's affecting and in what ways. And yeah, it's a very surreal time to be in. It's, uh, but it's, it's interesting to track too, as, as we'll get into uh, some of the work that I do and, and how I follow these waves. It, it kind of puts things into perspective and, and allows people to drop more into some ease because it's like, okay, cool, this is what's playing out. And I can understand it a little bit more. And, and from there we find out our, our deeper freedom within the shadow as well and how to anchor ourselves and to fully support ourselves in these interesting times. Mm, thank you so much for saying that. That is so needed. What's up, Reality Hackers? This is a special for you. We are recording it and releasing it literally within 24 hours because of what's going on with the coronavirus. And right now, Today, my honor, my pleasure to bring to you Mr. Dan Reagan. He is an empowerment coach who travels the world sharing the gene keys. If you haven't heard about gene keys, we're going to dive into this. And this is something that you're going to want to put on your radar. You're going to want to start to study and learn and look into because there's so much potency in this. And so Dan worked with the gene keys, also with breath work and self-mastery techniques to really empower us, to help us hack our realities. So it's my honor and my pleasure to have Dan on today. Super stoked. Make sure that you're really tuning into this one, right? Like there's going to be new concepts and new terms that maybe you haven't heard. But there's so much golden wisdom, little golden nuggets as Dan likes to say. So again, it's a really beautiful time to be taking this time to slow down, to connect to yourself, to connect to your body, and to look to the lighthouses who are shining and sharing their wisdom again Dan thanks so much for being here and tell us let's just start off with like what what are what's the gene keys what is this thing that you're working with so that we can give people a framework to understand the rest of the conversation cool so the gene keys thank you for the kind introduction uh so the gene keys are a, a transmission of wisdom that have been gradually coming onto the planet since 2000 early 2000s uh there's a book that came out in 2009 and it's basically keys for our genetic code. There is uh, the, the Chinese I Ching, which is the book of changes, which is thousands of years old. They, they have 64 hexagrams in the I Ching, and this is called the book of changes. And it's how the emperors of old used to 
be able to see and 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 navigate the patterns in order to 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 rule the to rule China in equilibrium and harmony and to see what's coming and to track the cycles as they come. And these are the cycles that we'll be speaking into today. So this is ancient wisdom that's coming along at this exact time at humanity's evolution to really assist us to, to take our power back and understand the shadow mechanisms and understand what our gifts are this lifetime. So every, so the 64 hexagrams of the I Ching mirror the 64 codons in our DNA. So it's a reprogramming language for our genetic code. There are dormant memory codes that are specifically designed to be activated and awakened through this transmission. So ingesting this transmission in a way and filling our consciousness up with it, these, these codes start to activate and these insights and breakthroughs start coming in from another realm because we're actually connecting to a wisdom stream that's here to wake us up and here to empower us by taking back disowned parts of us from the shadow realms and to, for us to understand and inner stand for conscious language people, the, the, the realms of the shadow and, and that we don't need to fear the shadow. We've been running from the shadow our whole lives unconsciously. Our mechanisms are generally to move away from the shadow or anything uncomfortable, but with this system, it really makes it easy to, it makes it easier to actually understand which shadow mechanisms we're playing out and, oh, okay, these are my, these are my shadows. These are my genetic imprints this lifetime. If I understand these, my life's going to get a whole lot better because I'm going to be grounded, anchored, and I'm going to be, handle these, handle, be able to handle these things when they come up and step into my gifts fully this lifetime by fully embracing the shadow and fully embracing these disowned parts of myself to really stand in my truth, have deep roots that anchor down deep into the earth and to shine a big light into the world. And that's why it's such a profound, powerful transmission of wisdom for anyone to pick up at this time. Wow, so cool, yeah. So I know the Gene Keys because I've done my Gene Keys and I've had sessions with you and you know the hologenetic profile of my own Gene Keys, really important and useful. And then there's also the collective, right? So there's two different, well, not so different because they're a mirror of each other, but there's really looking at your own Gene Keys, your own shadow frequencies into the gift, into the essence, and then also in the collective. And so I know it's been so helpful for me. Like, it, actually, it's been painful as well to look and to see and to read my profile and to see, wow, yeah, I'm living through that shadow. I'm, I'm in dominance here or I'm in um, purposelessness or this is coming through for me. And, and it's been such a helpful framework for me to see my shadows. And I'm just wondering for, for people who maybe haven't done so much shadow work, can you, can you tell me, like, what, what is a shadow? How does that come up? How does that present itself in people's lives? Mm. So the shadow is a part of us that we, we're not easily able to see. And in Gene Keys terminology, uh, you know, the journey into the genetic code is basically unwinding and deconstructing the first 21 years of our lives, which is the physical cycle, the first seven years, emotional from eight to 14, and then from 14 to 21, the, the IQ. So we go physically, emotionally, mentally, and from our first breath, there's contractions happening where, as we're learning how to navigate this life experience from being a tender, sensitive baby who's just been born. And from there, our shadows are like defense mechanisms that were ingrained in those first three, seven year cycles in those first 21 years. And from there we get our, especially we get our emotional and mental defense mechanisms that we take into our adult lives. 
and that there's really important bits here because the shadow most of the time you know if we're going through things in our lives but we haven't you know we're going through certain processes and intensities and challenges but we don't really know what the shadow is but the gene keys give it a framework it's like okay here's the names of all your specific shadows in these different areas of your lives here's also the gifts and the high frequencies of that and one thing i didn't mention for anyone who is brand new to the keys that every gene key or genetic archetype has a shadow a gift and acidic frequency which is us living at our highest potential as human beings and humanity so these gene keys or genetic archetypes all of these three frequency bands in all of the 64 gene keys they cover every aspect of our life here on earth metaphysically and energetically so they they cover what's happening within us but they also cover what's actually happening on the planet now which we'll explore a bit later but it, it's fascinating to track these even if it's not an individual tracking their gene keys which is obviously highly recommended tracking these cycles and, and knowing what what gates and and what transits we're going through is is super empowering because it's, it gets us to understand okay cool Yes, there's a virus here at the moment, and yes, it is shaking up everyone's reality, but if we look past the virus, there's a whole world of what's actually happening past that. It's all of our shadows are coming up. All of these, these unconscious things are coming up into our realities, and oftentimes it's not about the virus. It's what happened to us, the early childhood traumas, and all of the, these things that come in as disguised as, oh, it's the virus, but it's it's... You know, it's not always the virus. It, it, if you say it's hardly ever the virus, it's, it's actually people's processes and what's actually coming up through that. And this is all the shadow content. The shadow and the collective shadow is up at the moment. It's, it's everywhere, as I'll be able to explain what cycles and gates we just came out of, but, and to give you some examples. But, uh, yeah, it's... It's a uh, piece that you're saying and something that I tuned into about you know the shadows come up and we kind of like push them away or we don't want to look at them they're the parts that are unseen well so so many of us i feel like we a tendency something that we've been socialized to do or conditioned to do or programmed to do is to hide to run to distract to numb to look away from the things that are coming up right and so what does that lead to that leads to addiction right that leads to mm -hmm. self that leads to neglect it leads to abuse it leads to being overly distracted and all of the other things and we suppress and when we suppress our emotions suppress the shadows suppress the things that are coming up or well, what happens we get sick right the body breaks down the immune system breaks down and then what happens right we either have a full breakdown we catch something our lives shatter in some kind of ways and we're forced to look within and what is happening now in my, in my eyes what i'm seeing is wow we're all being forced to stuff ourselves into our houses and sit with ourselves and what do we do well we can binge on netflix or we can take this opportunity to really go within and be like ooh, how am i feeling what's not working what do i really want what am i being called to to, to look at to release to be to do to re-architect so this is really you know a powerful thing I love that. That's so well put. And the, the mechanisms that you mentioned, you know, the avoidance, we hide, we distract, we run, we take action, we deny, we defend, we do all these things because they're such deeply ingrained mechanisms to avoid the shadow or avoid anything uncomfortable. And exactly what you said, it's like 
the choice point is ours now. The choice point may not be whether we can go outside and, and do our normal things and go to the gym and yoga and, and do all our routine. But the choice point is, okay, what are we going to do when we're inside now? Are we going to wake up every morning and just jump on the phone and, and spend all this time like or Netflix or all of these other things that can just take us so far out and distract ourselves from what actually wants to be tended to inside? Because there's a really important uh, facet to this that you know the, the whole world is in a enforced global pause right now. Mm. The Earth is the Earth is always at a, at a, at a slow. It's it's like at the Schumann's resonance. This this Earth heartbeat is is just humming away at the same. That's why nature thrives because it's actually humming away at this slower pace. We as humans are running at this pace and at that pace. Shadows love jumping on that pace because it's frantic. There's panic. There's anxiety. There's fear. There's stress. There's all of these shadow patterns there. The big invitation right now is for us to be slowing down when we slow down the pace slow down but what happens when we slow down is when we slow down generally a lot of the time our, our shit starts to come up and it, it starts to come up and that can be overwhelming so then we get active or then we distract ourselves more but if we can sit sit in the uncomfortability and breathe through some of these layers and you know reach out for support if we if we need support there's a lot of people that need support right now and you know, there's, there's a lot of people that can hold space for people's processes, like therapists, counsellors, coaches, all, all these healers, you know, who've got people situated on the planet four times of crisis like this at the moment. It's just really important to notice where we're distracting ourselves within, within these days because none of us have lived anything like this before, most of us, because it's, it's affecting every country in, a, in, a, in different intensities and different levels in different ways. So there's a lot, and uh, yeah, I just yeah, the invitation is to slow down no matter what. And if that means you you need to do a big burst of exercise somehow to then be able to slow down and and, and ease the physical vehicle because we're going to have some some undercurrents of feelings and emotions that maybe do want to just burn out of the physical body so we can just come into center and relax and and ground. But we just need to do whatever we can to look after the physical vehicle, look after each other and, and um, yeah, and, and just forge through this in the best way we can. Mm. Yeah, that's so huge. That's something that I really made that commitment. You know, I have my yoga mat on my floor and, and, and getting up every day, I really scheduled and organized, getting myself organized here. How can I be the most productive? And sometimes that means chilling for a few hours. Sometimes that means slowing down and doing yoga, but it's, I'm really going to take the opportunity at this time to to find that golden lining and coming out of it i want to be the healthiest the most balanced most positive and aligned person i can be right? because life gives us these amazing opportunities sometimes that look like pandemic viral infections and it's our opportunity what do we do with it right we cannot control the outside world however we can always choose how we get to react and that's what, that's what dictates our life. That's what being a reality hacker is. It's how do you go in and, and recode and restructure and reprogram what you can. And so, you know, a lot of people are talking right now about what is the virus, about where did it come from, all the conspiracy theories, what can you do? This podcast, you know, we're going to go a little bit differently. We're going to talk about what GMP has to say, using this framework, what's going on, what are the lines and the, and the gates and what's happening at a, at a level that most people are not tuned into and they're not really aware of. Mm. 
Yeah, for sure. We might open that up now. We, <clears throat> we go through, as the Book of Changes was, we're, we're going through, when the human design system came out, Ra Uruhu tracked these, these gates and these cycles that the sun goes around and there's neutrinos that come out of the sun and they, they hold these pockets of frequency, if you like, and they're basically beaming these frequencies onto the earth at any given time. So we're going through these gate transits, which are uh, about six days long, and, and each transit is six days. And the, the fascinating thing about these transits, uh, and I've done a couple of videos on them recently, is we just stepped into a new transit, which I'll, I'll unpack. Uh, but the, the last two transits have been, you know, two transits ago, we were in the, the 36th gate, which was the 36th gene key. And that's got the shadow of turbulence, the gift of humanity, and the city of compassion, programmed with conflict, diplomacy, and peace in, in the sixth gene key. And it was everywhere. It's the collective shadow is up. It's up within us because we're feeling the turbulence. The whole the whole planet is feeling the turbulence because it's being recalibrated and pulled apart. And then from there, and it's called the gate of crisis. And you know the. the we're having a global crisis, but this happens every year that we go through this gate where the sun comes around to that exact position and, and, it, and, it, and it beams these frequencies that we're all swimming in. So we're going through the gate of, we were going through the gate of crisis when the crisis was We were going through the exact same, same gate last year, but there wasn't a pandemic and there wasn't this level of you know, what's actually happening. From there, and the gate we stepped out of a few hours ago was uh, the 25th gate, and that's the shadow of constriction the gift of acceptance and the civic frequency of universal love programmed with seriousness, constriction, seriousness, mm -hmm. acceptance, delight, universal love, ecstasy. And while we're in situations like this, it's like, wow, it, you know, getting to ecstasy seems a fair, fair way off or getting to these universal love themes and all that, but it gives us somewhere to aim for because wherever there's constriction, there's a chance of, there's, there's the pathway to universal love. Wherever there's conflict, peace, wherever there's, there is turbulence, there's compassion. So there's, there's these seeds of the city within the shadow. And it just gives us a whole framework to understand, okay, what's going on? Oh, am I, am I constricted? Am I not accepting what's going on right now? Can I come into more acceptance and bring myself into more ease and therefore raise the frequency of myself and my DNA at this time and, and affect the people around me with my good juju and good vibes like to, to actually like come into those, those frequencies. So we're just coming out of that 25th gate and we've landed in what is the 17th gene key today, part, partnered with the 18th gene key. And it's the shadow of opinion and the shadow of judgment. So you've got opinions and judgments and purely at the shadow level, you know, you have to be superhuman if you haven't come into the opinion and judgment game in the last couple of weeks. But now we're coming into this transit where it is heightened. It is, it is, it is just, it's everywhere. But to be able to come into more awareness of, okay, where, whereabouts are my opinions? Where, where's my judgments? And what's, what's actually happening in that realm? Because opinions aren't necessarily bad of themselves, but it's how much we... Uh, it's how much we uh, hold on to opinions, are righteous in our opinions, defend our opinions, feel the need to 
to express our opinions and enforce our opinions on others maybe. And then we've got the judging game, which judges others for their opinions and making each other wrong and this and that. So it just causes this whole field of argumentation when the exact opposite is, is needed at this time for us to band together. But if we're stuck in the shadow and if, if we're feeling uh, like we have to get our opinion and, and we're really stuck on it and there's a rigidity there, you know, having opinions is often the first stage of denial. The, the, the stronger the opinion, okay, maybe there's something that's being denied here and it's, it's, it's plugged into the theme of denial as well as a, as a global humanitarian wound. This is what we're, we're talking about, the wound of denial. And what's interesting is very obvious, obviously to some, it's like, you know, let's talk about the virus. The virus popped up in, in a country and then, and then you hear about the virus popping up in these countries and first thing the governments do, deny. It's like, yeah, 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 under control. So there's a, there's a denial piece there. They might have their reasons and all that sort of stuff, but there is a denial piece. But we, before we go going, they should have done that better or, you know, before we go pointing the finger, let's rope it back to us and say, okay, what am I denying in my reality? If there's unease or agitation or I'm getting fixed on a viewpoint and I'm, I'm you know, I'm getting very righteous in that viewpoint, what am I denying? Because the denial game is huge, as is the opinion game, as is the judgment game. But this is what we're, we're swimming in for the next week. And to have a really good inquiry, don't worry about out there, to, to look at what we're actually dealing with and where, what we might actually be denying. You know, if, if we, if, can we come into, can we have the maturity and the, the capability to hold all perspectives? that's mastery because you know things as we mentioned are getting triggered from you know that's not just what's happening now it's it's early traumas all of this stuff if we're able to have the grounding and and, and the clarity to actually hold all perspectives without needing to have an opinion or without judging or without making the other person wrong that's when we come into mastery that's when we come into equilibrium and that's when we come into the gifts which are uh, integrity for the 18th and far-sightedness for the 17th. So we're going from opinions and judgments to integrity and, uh, and, and far-sightedness. Omniscience and perfection are the two Cidic frequencies of those archetypes. But I find it at this time to, to speak more into the shadow because the shadow is what's up literally at the moment for everyone. And that's what wants to be acknowledged more. We come into this we come into this world with wounds. We come into this world with, with an aspect of the sacred wound. Everybody does. And we have these wounds. And in our life at this stage of the game, a lot of us are being, becoming aware of that and, and starting to tend to that and, and become, you know, learn a bit more about, okay, what, what are the wounds that I have? Like, is it, you know, guilt? Or do I have a lot of guilt or shame or rejection? separation, denial, repression. These are the wounds of humanity. And the more we get real with the wounds and the more we get real with the shadow, that's where life wants us to be because that's when we're, we're gonna become more free. It's a setup. We came in here to suffer. We came in here to tend to our wounds and become empowered by actually looking at our stuff, owning and accepting it, which is the opposite of what we're, we're, we were rigged up to do. But now it's like, okay, we're, we're getting empowered by saying, okay, 
this is my shame. Wow, I do feel guilt sometimes. I have, a, I have regret from the past. I'm still coming to terms with this and really get real with actually what's happening. Not just, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm good, I'm great, or whatever. It's like, no, how, how are you really doing? How's your heart? How's, how, how are you actually navigating this? Because we're all in this together. And we're all in this and, you know, we're the walking wounded. And some people may not be aware of that and that's fine. Some people, people aren't aware of the level of their suffering and, and that it might not be for them to unpack or their cup of tea or whatever. But when you get deeper into the, the shadow work, that's the beauty of it. You start uncovering these places. It's like, oh, wow. And then there's a gift. Every shadow contains a gift. So you start unpacking the shadow and it starts to become fun because it's, there's more down there and more magic and more synchronicity, more empowerment, more light, more light that's actually trapped in the DNA. The DNA is wound down tight, wounding, wound, wording. And then we unlock and activate our, our genetic code and the DNA starts to unwind and the light that's trapped within the DNA flushes into our electromagnetic field, into our auric field and, and into life. And catalyzes all this synchronicity and magic to come and assist us in our true purpose and trajectory on this earth. That's why the keys are just, just phenomenal because they change people's lives every single time. If people commit and persist and actually penetrate and break open this transmission, it's, it's yeah. all in there. Yes. Oh my gosh, Dan, there's so many things that... <laughs> so, you know, we're often afraid to look at the shadows. Oh, I don't want to look at that. I don't want to feel that. I, I, I want to positive vibes only, look to the light, pretend everything's all good, stuff everything else down. And when we can have a curiosity and openness and an excitement to looking at the not so pretty parts, to looking at the wound parts, the constricted parts, the hidden away, the wounded, and we can see it as a game, like we can play with it. You know, it, it's so much opportunity opens for us. And yeah, it can be confronting, that, that's for sure. Sometimes when I see one of the shadows come up so clearly and it smokes me in the face, there's some shame that comes up for me, some guilt, like, oh my gosh, I was pointing the finger at them, but really it's been me and they're just a mirror and oh my God, I'm not perfect, what? <laughs> so, so yeah, that, that happens. And it, like I said, well, like Dan said, like you're saying, Dan, you know, in the shadow, I say the shadow is kind of this, this like membrane around the light. And when we crack that open, like you said, the light can shine out. And I remember last week, or maybe even just a few days ago, laying in bed and really tuning in, because I feel everything, like all of us do, whether we know it or not, and really tuning in. And uh, something came through in my mind, just as above, so below, as without, so within. And I tuned into the frequency or the energy of, of the virus. And for me, it was less about fear. There was fear, for sure. There was also chaos. And, and I, I started to look and I said, okay, where inside me do I feel chaos? And I tuned in and I burst into tears. Every single cell in my body was vibrating. I was shaking. I was crying. And I just realized that, wow, I have been operating with a program of chaos my entire life. And this has it's my rushing, it's my scarcity, it's my, my panic, it's my overworking, it's the way I show up in my relationships, it's, I'm very highly functional, I have an amazing life, and I operate with this code of chaos, and it's been there since I was a little girl, and I realized, wow, my mom operates, operates or operated for chaos, my dad, and, and I'm like, ooh, okay, so it was interesting to see that parallel and to unpack that, 
and to get really clear on it and then to bring in some reality hacking and say, okay, how can I have compassion for this chaos? How can I hold it and allow it to express itself? And then what do I choose? How can I anchor in harmony? How can I anchor in peace and balance and really breathe that in, let that sink into my DNA and, and unpack that file and choose to start operating and vibrating at the energy of harmony. So even just that, it was so powerful to really play with those energies in that mirroring. Yeah, that's per that, what a breakthrough. Like what a profound breakthrough and, and a core thread that you've, you've pulled. And you know, the, we're not just dealing with our stuff here. We're dealing with ancestral karmic genetic patterning that's in our genetic code, but also what's passed down from our parents in, our, in, those, in those imprinting years. And, you know, even like that, that you, chaos, it's the third jinky, shadow of chaos, the gift of innovation and the, the city of innocence. It's like to be like the child, to get back into that childlike state and to enjoy life and the wonder and the awe of life. But, you, you know, even when you've had a breakthrough, when you've realized the shadow, it's like even just to reference a jinky in that way, it's like, oh, wow, I can, yeah, I can see that. I can see how unpacking that and having that breakthrough I can I can feel more innocence, and then we can feel more of that those higher frequency states, and allow them to draw us up out of the shadow. Because the shadow, it's it's fascinating to be in sometimes, and, and everyone's different. And there's no wrong way of going about it. But you know, sometimes you can get more stuck in the shadow and and, and in those realms. But you know, you, we've got these tools to actually, yeah, we, okay, we've got a pathway out of here, and uh, yeah, and, and that's what's up. And with someone's hologenetic profile that they can download from jinkies.com for free online with the birth time, if they've got it. Birth date is okay to start. Um, you're looking at the themes that you're here to play out this lifetime. These are the genetic archetypal themes that you came in with, you were imprinted with at the time of your birth and throughout the time of uh, the, the, the uh, pregnancy. And then, okay, here's your, here's your themes. You don't have to really go outside of your themes or your archetypes because these are the streams of consciousness that are running through your reality every single day. Are you going to have a look now? Or if you're going to have a look in 10 years' time, that's cool, but these themes are going to still be there. So we may as well have a bit of a look at our themes. No matter how deeply we want to dive into the gene keys, it's always good to touch on these because these are what are actually the, the internal program is running the external script of our lives and planetary as well as we've spoken into mm, yeah highly highly recommend that people do their, their genes for sure for right now in the collective so okay we're moving through those transits are coming in what people are hearing this and they're like okay what do i do or are there forecasts for what's coming or what what you know what are some tools uh, that people can take and integrate into their lives yeah, I, I feel like, you know, I feel, I feel like there, there has to be a permission for people. I, I feel like the invitation for giving people the permission to actually feel whatever they're feeling, because this has come up a fair bit. And within a few conversations, both with clients and, and people on the street, it's like, you know, some people are, everyone is reacting or responding to this very differently. You've got, people who are laughing and sharing joy and dancing and, and <laughs> doing these killer memes. The, the meme game is hot right now. You know, you've got these people that are, you know, that seem to be 
you know, getting through it all right. That's their response. You've got people that are freaking out and in despair and, and getting pulled apart and broken and, and crying and grieving and that sort of stuff. And, and that's cool too. That's beautiful. And, and the polarity between, you know, the joy and the heartache and the grief, it's huge. Everyone is in, in that spectrum. And to just allow ourselves to be in that, because even personally, it's like, you know, I caught myself in, you know, I'm a pretty optimistic guy and you know i caught myself and it's like i really had to tune in and say okay cool am i being over optimistic here am i being too positive is there something that i'm denying and then you know in the last few days it, it, the enormity of the situation was hitting home a little bit more but it's like it, it didn't need to before that but just to, our awareness is touching on these things and not making ourselves wrong for it not, oh, I shouldn't be feeling this happy or, or maybe I've been crying for too long. It's, it's not about that at all. It's just the allowance, allowance, allow our, our state to be there. Maybe if we're laughing and sending memes and dancing and, and being all high vibe positive, maybe that's what a lot of people need to be drawn to. Maybe if we're grieving and sad and, and, and expressing that on social media, if we feel like it, maybe that's what people are looking for a little bit because that will open something for them to be able to drop into that space but we i feel that we just we need to stop making each other wrong that you know the judgment and opinion game and the projection game that's happening is 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 huge within this and we just need to allow ourselves to be in whatever we're in if we're happy be happy enjoy that happiness if we're sad be sad and and you know make the most of that sadness make the most of the healing and make, make the most of all of these feelings and emotions and not making ourselves wrong, really giving ourselves a deep permission to just feel whatever we want to feel and let, and in that we can allow what actually wants to come up. Because if we're going too much for this, we, we may be denying that part of us that really wants to grieve. Or if we're down here for too long, we may, we may, we may be cutting ourselves off and isolating ourselves from people or a bit more joy that we can bring into our lives. But you know, the, the, the fascinating dynamics of, of all of this, uh, it's just huge. But I just wanted to mention that because the, the permission piece to, for people to just drop in and, and do whatever they want in this time is, is perfect because that's when you know, the organic unfolding and unraveling of our emotional body and our feelings and, and all of our process will happen in its best way anyway. Not from shaming anyone or making anyone wrong or, or thinking that we're doing it wrong or, you know, just, just to allow, 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 accept and embrace everything that's happening. Every frequency that runs through your physical vehicle. It's the right one. It's the right one and there's a perfection to it. So yeah, just, um, I felt like mentioning that. Mm, beautiful. Yeah, I really appreciate that. It's I, I noticed that yesterday. I I was on Charles Clay. I mean, shout out to Charles on on Facebook, and he wrote something like, "Share your funniest coronavirus memes." And I normally don't scroll on on social media, but I was there for a good fifteen minutes. I just laughed so hard. Some of these memes, I love people on the internet. Like, I, thank you, every person on the internet that creates hilarious memes. I appreciate your work. You're epic. You're amazing. <laughs> Kudos thank you to the meme lords <laughs> so hard and i posted a few on my instagram and then i noticed a little bit of guilt and i was saying wow is this rude of me or is it insensitive of me to laugh at this time mm. and so i just named that i shared you know a part of me feels a little guilty about posting this because i know it's not a funny matter however laughter is really a good medicine 
and these memes are freaking hilarious. Like the little fat baby, and it says like how I feel. <laughs> you know, my quarantine snack from one I can't. I was like, I know how you feel, little mission. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even the yeah, oh, we could talk. We could meme talk all day, but it's uh, you know, I I had a similar experience on social media yesterday, and I'm in the last two weeks. I've just. It's, I've committed to just putting things out when I feel like, no matter what they sound like, what no matter how many shares, likes, whatever, if people disagree, whatever, I'm just committed to putting my truth out there and what I feel I, I want to and, and, you know, what people want to hear maybe. And I put a post out uh, yesterday and it was about my journey in, into the, into, you know, into uh, the withdrawal phase that I feel I'm coming out of personally albeit as the planet's going into theirs. But then after I posted it, didn't get much action. And I was like, oh, maybe I, you know, started going into, oh, maybe I shouldn't be talking about myself too much or this or that. But I feel that people's talking from their experience is good. And anyway, I went down this tangent and then I just left it for the night because it's like, because that's my commitment to just putting anything out there at the moment because that's my process. Mm. And then this morning, you know, so, you know, it's got a few shares, but, you know, even if it touches just one person, even if a meme just touches one person and lightens their day and makes them laugh. Even if in my case, it's like, okay, cool. I, I, someone really resonated with it and it really gave them something. It's like, oh, cool. So, you know, for the people who create content and, and put it out there, it's, it's just, yeah, it's just a, it's a really interesting time because it's like, you don't know what to say. Like we're talking at the moment and, you know, we're, we're talking pretty positively and, and that sort of thing, but there's someone whose whole world is falling apart right now. And so it's, but, but to not bring ourselves down because of that, it's like, oh, maybe we should be feeling that. No, maybe we should be feeling whatever we're feeling in the present moment and, and just be running with that and, and just being real and honest. And like we said at the start, you know, if, if there's any denial there, it's a beautiful inquiry, this, this next six-day period. Mm. For the invitation is to really to look at our, the world of opinions and the world of our judgments because they're everywhere so then we can have this internal game it's like oh i just caught myself wanting to judge or, or wanting to give my opinion in a, in a group or, or whatever wind it back you know can we can we use restraint in this week and, and not share our opinion can we ha not have an opinion because it's okay not to have an opinion as long as it's not an avoidance of not wanting to get in any interaction you know there's these fascinating mechanisms but the other thing is with this next week and the 17th and 18th keys, they govern that third seven-year developmental cycle where all of our, uh, our IQ comes onto line. So after the physical and emotional uh, years, our mental, our psychology comes online and our mental intelligence comes online and it forges between 14 and 21. But we also get our mental defense mechanisms within that, those years as well because we're protecting ourselves from the world and, and, and avoiding intensity and also overriding the emotional and the, and the physical body because we, we, the mind comes in and its mechanism is to say, okay, I'm not going to let any more harm come to this, this being. So the mind's mechanism is to, you know, it can be what happens in times of intensity and what happened in, those, in that seven-year cycle for you as an individual because that's where we're going to find some golden nuggets this week is, is by looking at our thought processes and our thought patterns and actually going back in to the 15 to 21 year, 14, 15 to 21 years of our lives when you're finishing school, if we're finishing school, going to the workforce, sexual experiences, traumatic experience, how will we 
mentally in those years and just start journaling about it, unpacking that because there are, there are, there are going to be breakthroughs and insights and epiphanies if we, if we bring that inquiry into it. Were we denying anything? Are we denying anything about our past? What, what haven't we come to terms with? There's a whole world in there. And there's a, there's, a, there's a unique mechanism for all of us within that too, which is, you know, what happens when you're triggered? What happens when, when something happens and, and, you know, and you go into defence? Do you, go, do you want to hide? And this is purely at a mental level for this week, let's say. It's like, okay, because do you want to hide? Do you want to go away so you can mentally digest what's happened? Do you want to deny? Do you want to avoid? Do you want to reject or get rigid about a viewpoint and, and be righteous? Do you have a need to be right? Do you project on the other and make them feel guilty because you've got an uncomfortability within? Do you disconnect and disengage? Like, what's, what's your pattern? Feel into those kind of things and how you were 15, 16, 17, 18. Were you rebelling? Were you, were you, were you at school rebelling against your parents or society or, or were, you, were you hidden? Did you lock yourself in your room? These are the inquiries that can be can be uncomfortable, but they're fascinating, and that's what really is being invited to be unpacked this week is is exactly that. So, yeah, and, and just to, to to open up and and intend for these insights to come, because if the intention is there, and we actually have time to stop and journal and and you know and just tune into, wow, these feelings from there, are they, you know, am I feeling these things because? When we, when we get uncomfortable uh, emotionally or, or, or feeling-wise, it's like the mind comes in and makes a judgment because it's uncomfortable. It's like, ah, cool. Like, because the busier the mind gets, the less chance we have of actually feeling what's actually happening in our vehicle. So to, to be able to relax the mind a little bit this week as well, to put on some classical music or whatever you do to, 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 to bring yourself into a sense of calm, but really just do anything while the world is going like this to actually bring the mind and, and everything into a state of calm and allow a stream of insight to come in and, and really, yeah, break it, break open maybe a memory that's, that's locked in there for, you know, just trapped in there from a traumatic experience or whatever the case may be. And, and whatever comes up is, is whatever comes up doesn't need to be shared or anything. It's just, and sometimes it's better not being shared sometimes because, okay, I'll, I'll sit on that insight. And I'll just watch it because maybe that insight's got another facet. And if I go giving it away, I've just dispersed it and given the magic away of the insight that might have led to a chain reaction of insights or a bigger breakthrough that was actually happening. But I, I chose to give it away because I was excited or, you know, whatever, or I felt like sharing or, you know, all these things. But fascinating dynamics anyway. But, uh, yeah. This is stimulating. When I think back to 13 to 21, those were the most painful, tumultuous, traumatic years of my life and I moved out of my family's house when I was 15 I got my own apartment and then that chain of events between 14 and 21 were there was so much that happened to me over those years and when I tune into the frequency of chaos I can exactly pinpoint to all of the different places in that time period that really contributed to the to the trauma and to the stress and to the constrictions and then the story the judgment the avoidance the patterns and so I know that personally I am and will continue, especially this week, as you just mentioned that the information is so ripe to get out my journal and to sit with those, those thoughts and those feelings and to allow that to come up. Because 
one of the things, you know, all your reality hackers listening to this, one of the things is that you can take this information and you can let it go in one ear, be like, oh, damn, that was interesting, and out the other, and there's no integration there. And so you're not going to really absorb it. You're not going to de- digest it. You're not going to assimilate it. It's not going to become a part of your being. However, if you take it in one ear, put it down your body, it, and digest it and let it become you and actually do something about it, like take the practices and put it into practice in your life, like do the things, go in, feel the feelings, allow it to be unpacked, that's where the magic is. And so I invite anyone listening to this to really take, take the opportunity to, to take that space and that time and to introspect and to tune in and to ask, okay, yeah, what was going on? in these time periods in my life? What are some things I might not be looking at or allowing myself to feel? How can I go within? And I find scheduling it helps for me. I schedule it, turn off all distractions. I lay in bed, I just breathe, and I just just ask my body, hey, what's up? (laughs) How do you feel? You know, and I just allow it to come up. And then I have my journal and I give myself permission. Maybe I'm gonna cry, maybe I'm gonna scream. Maybe I'm going to totally freak out and tremor and shake off old trauma and just giving myself permission and sharing that it's all good. It's all welcome here. And this is the work. when you hear about doing the work, doing the shadow work, feeling your feelings, allowing things to come up. Like this is it. It's not just about listening or hearing or under even understanding different perspectives that people are sharing, but it's really about integrating it. So that's my invitation. If it feels, uh, if you're feeling something here, if this something has landed, Allow yourself to really integrate the practice. Mm, I love that. Well put. And 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 just to just to add to that uh, too, it's like you know sometimes we'll have a big insight or a, or a big realization, and the mind will come in and, and want to start fixing. It's and it's just like to relax the fixer. The invitation is is to relax that fixer as well because the fixer will get busy and that'll allow the mind to come in and the inner critic to come in and, and oh you should have done that better and this is you know where these are the mechanisms that try and slip into a process that there's so much beauty and unraveling and revealing an insight or a breakthrough it's like ah oh, cool uh, or if it's really uncomfortable it's like oh that's traumatic that hurts to just not have to fix trust in the awareness because it's touched on something really tender something that has maybe been locked down there since you were at that time, since you were 16, since you were eight, since you were four, like the awareness is touching on these patterns and then just allow that to be, you've, you've uncovered something, but it doesn't need fixing. It doesn't need to do for us in our, all our, in all our beautiful humanness to fix and, and go about be, and mentally engaging with it. It's like, yes, there'll be other insights maybe, but not to go fixing. We, we, we need to leave ourselves alone a lot of the time as well and, and give ourselves a break. So it's just important to just, just the, just to relax the fixer as well, because at some level we, we all have those capabilities and we can give ourselves a break a lot of the time as well. And, and just to discern too, maybe there is some, some more unpacking that needs to happen, but just the permission in there is to, to just maybe leave it alone and even let the dust settle for 48 hours until you want to really get into that again or unpack it a little bit more, but each person to their own intuition and, and sensing in that one. That's so important. I'm really glad you said that. I am definitely somebody that my mind likes to come in and fix it all, and I need to act right away. I need you to do something right away. And what you said about holding on to the allowing the lesson to to really continue to unfold rather than just giving it away when it's kind of half baked, you know, 
when you give it away that way, then the people you share it with, they're going to reflect that back to you and it doesn't really hold space for the rest of the blossoming. I love about taking time, allowing it to unfold, allowing it to breathe. And then, yeah, also something else, you know, that discernment piece that you shared, I often go into impulsiveness and act right away and then sometimes have a hard time with the discernment of, of and then the self-doubt comes in. And even in unpacking the gene keys, you're understanding the things that are coming up. I found that it has been really helpful to have a container, to have somebody hold space for me, to go through my keys with me, and where I can just kind of spew all of my, my messed up nonsense that's coming out and have yeah. somebody help me navigate through the shadows and the understanding and the discernment. And so I would love for you to just share some of your offerings. If somebody is like, oh, okay, I want to know more about my gene keys. I want to go deeper. I want to have a master help me and hold me in understanding this. Are you currently working with people? How can people get in touch with you? Is there anywhere they can learn more? Yeah, uh, definitely uh, have the capacity to work with more people now, especially in uh, where we're restricted in where we can move. I'm, I'm really actually focusing on that at the moment is making room for new clients, making room for sessions or readings that, that there, you know, there are some huge permissions within this transmission, not so much me talking into or any ambassador of the wisdom talking into what a key means for you. But, you know, there are there are there are really potent permissions within the within the transmission that, you know, OK, cool. Align yourself more to that. Maybe do this, this, this. And all of these 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 ways of ease can open in someone's reality because this is our genetic coding. This is running. This these vehicles are running the story of our lives. But learning how to drive them a little bit better and just some tips in that. It's like getting a play sheet for life. And so when I first came across the wisdom and human design, it's like wow. It's like someone just put a play sheet in. It's like here, yeah, do this. And and at, at the time there was some things like yeah, I, I do that. And it's like I'm not waiting. <laughs> as a generator so I, I, I don't want to wait I, I'd like I'm not waiting because we've got so much energy and it's so, so you know these any of these little things that come out of both these systems um, but then also yeah I, I have a three-month coaching container which I love because I I, I I yeah this is what I love to do I love to take people into an energetic container and and assist them in navigating some of these, you know, some of these archetypal frequencies. Some of the time we don't even talk about gene keys, but if I've got someone's gene keys, it's like, you know, you, you, you could have a, a, I find I can have a better, ha better handle of what's going on, not because I want to give them all the insights, it's just because I can hold the space for the insight to come from them. And the more I open up the field of presence, the more divine intelligence comes in and, and it weaves. So in, in, like you said, like when you, when you're unpacking in an energetic container, unpack, unpack, unpack. And it's like, unpack. It's like, Oh wow. I never knew I knew that. So the, so the, so the client or the person is actually having their own breakthroughs, but it's because the, the container is there and, and you've got someone who's, who's, who's holding the highest intention for that individual to be at their greatest best. It's like the coaching container is, is, priceless for for from where i sit because i've i've gone through mentors and coaches and you know therapists and healers and all that sort of stuff and and, and everyone's specific signature or energetic imprint has made me who i am today just like everyone who you've gone through and been mentored by has made you the person who turns up present today and i'm always looking for for you know more mentor or like you know anyone who's 
who's got something that I feel like I want. It's like, oh, cool, I'll, I'll, I'll get, get a bit of your juju so I can, so I can take it on and, and integrate it and, and just meld it into mine. So that's, that's my new offering has a little bit of this, a little bit of this, a little bit of this, a little bit of jinkies, a little bit of like all of this stuff. So yeah, I love actually a fair old tangent, but uh, yeah, I, I do. I'm happy to book in sessions and, and I actually have the capacity to take on new clients at the start of, at the start of April. So yeah. Amazing. So we'll link the information as well in the show notes, but for anyone just listening right now, what's the best way for them to reach out to you right this minute? Activating authenticity at gmail.com or through my website. If you want to have a look at me at activating authenticity.com and Instagram activating authenticity. It's all, it's all about the AAs for transformation. I love it. Activating authenticity. Woo! Love it. So good. Okay. Before we close out, for people who are curious, what, first, what's your human design? And then what is your, what's one of your jinkies that you want to share with people? Like maybe your life, your life purpose or your life's work. Like, yeah. Human design. Yeah. And one of your keys that you want to share. Okay. Human design, another system for people that don't, don't realize, just thought, I thought I'd specify that. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a, trained expert in that although i do draw on it at times uh human design i'm a three five generator we're both three five units aren't we and uh and projector just yeah and you know part of the three five is to go through a deep experiential get deep experiential wisdom from life and then pass on the wisdom from that from that space it's it's one of the you know most basic things that a three five does and and the three five terminology in human design is also the the three the dot three dot three in life's work and evolution and five five in the radiance and purpose and and there's 12 different types so just to mention that i will mention for myself the 61st gene key which is my purpose uh which which is down the bottom of, of my profile and the 61st gene key is the shadow of psychosis the the gift of inspiration and the the city frequency of sanctity so just if you want a quick run like the, the psychosis and, and you know we mentioned that third seven year cycle uh and for me it was a it was a deeply internal and yeah it was it was it was pretty hellish at times like i i really went through a lot in those 15 21 years and there was a lot of partying like kind of checking out escape there's a lot of fun but there was also at a, at a psychological level you know certain things that i did to myself and the outplay of it it kind of did put me into psychosis for for my 20s and 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 it was a really it was an internal hell and i was run by my mind and i was and i was flogged by this inner critic that was relentless and i didn't know that i had an inner critic i didn't know that my mind was a, i could watch my mind and i'm not my mind and all these things that i've learned in the last 12 years of developing myself but it was a real hell like and and for me being having that archetype of my purpose it's like i had to go at, at some level i was going to go through this shadow of psychosis at a really deep experiential level mm-hmm to then pull myself out of that, deconstruct all of these mechanisms and get pulled apart and go into retreat and go, go into all the places that I know that I get my best insight and that I get pulled apart and that I'm my best self. And 
that's the gift of inspiration is and then passing on that inspiration inspiring people to, to do the same maybe you know so just and the inspiration and the sanctity it's challenging to even describe your own cities at times but it, you know from from the psychosis which is obvious it's it's the psychosis energy through the path of inspiration to sanctity which is basically open and nothing empty emptiness so it's just that's a one way of putting it anyway but that's my that's my purpose do you want to answer one of yours well pop quiz do you remember what my life's work is <sighs> oh no i look at so many charts <laughs> sorry mate which uh no i don't i, I just I, I remember more line numbers with people which are the the dot numbers okay i wasn't expecting it it was just going to be extra bonus points mine is the like my life's work is leadership ah that's right 31 31 41 yeah yeah how's that played out would you like to share yeah i believe the shadow is arrogant and the gift is humility and the city is leadership other way so leadership and then humility yeah Okay. Yeah. So yes, that's right. So arrogance, leadership, humility, and it's been very beautiful. It's been really beautiful. I feel like the, the shadow frequency of arrogance came up in a very um, hidden way for me and just the noticing how it still comes up, noticing where in myself these programs that are in opposition to true leadership and in opposition to true humility and it, it was also really cool ever since I was a little girl everyone always said my mom especially said Samantha you're a natural born leader and to see that my life's work that the gift is leadership and I really gave myself permission okay yeah I'm gonna step into that and be a humble leader to be an embodied leader to be somebody that does my best to lead with grace and and to notice when i fall into arrogance and uh, yeah you know like it's it's been a really beautiful orienter and then i will mention the 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 purpose from purposelessness you know that was that my shadow and i can that's something that would be massive for me that's something that you and i talked about like, was just like what is the purpose like i don't even know what am i here for what's going on there's no point and when i would go into the hopelessness or there's just no point i would go into the fuck it mentality and then the sabotager would come up for me and just well it's all useless so fuck it right and mm -hmm. that would be a, a really big pattern that would come up in my life and show up in different ways and so it was really powerful to to see that and by through by by really tuning into my purpose and the leadership i support other people in being really clear on what they're coming into their own of what their purpose is and how to access that and to step into their own version of leadership and purpose. And so it's so perfect how the keys have really played in into my life trajectory as well. And some has been illuminating and some has been so confirming, a lot confronting uh, and mm. all really, really helpful. And so for everyone listening, I really recommend that you, that you check out your gene keys and if you want support, definitely connect with Dan. He's epic. He's amazing. He holds space really well, help you navigate and understand your craziness because we're all a little crazy. And especially in, in, in dark times, it's uh, powerful to work with other lighthouses and mirrors that can ref reflect your, your brilliance back to you.
Thank you, my friend. Appreciate it. Yeah. Any any final words in this time, Dan? Just the allowance piece, I think, is really is really big, and just to watch, just to be the observer of of everything, especially like we've gone from from two previous transits that were you know could be could be seen as more physical. You know, you've got the turbulence and constriction and seriousness where we're going into the into the mental realm this week, and to just you know sometimes it's just just. Yes, relax the mind. Easier said than done a lot of the time for a lot of people. But just to just to watch, just to, just to be the watcher of the thoughts and watcher of the opinions or judgments or you know and, and you know there's nothing wrong with opinions as as I said, but it's like just just tracking them. It's like wow, okay, I'll, I'm aware that I'm about to give an opinion. I'm aware that I'm about to put my hat into the ring and what that was going on. And then as you say it, it's like oh, how did that feel? How does that feel in your own truth within your vehicle of what you just said? And did you need to say it? And do you feel like arguing with people? Or like so, so we're, it's like we're taking this in a ninja to 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 all of our interactions to actually like to 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 chop out our bullshit as well. Like and and just to see it's like okay, what what might I be denying here? It's like am I getting righteous? Do I do I need to be heard? And have I got this overwhelming sense to to blame or point the finger and you know, so all this stuff, but that allow, 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 and, and just be the witness of your own process and permission to just feel whatever needs to be felt and just to have respect for other people's processes as well, because you never who know who is touching people's lives from either end of those spectrums that we that we discuss. So yeah. And take, and to take care above all of number one, so you can take care of the twos and the threes and the, the tens and the hundreds, if that's your duty. Mm. Thank you so much for being here, for being the work, for sharing, for everything that you are. Really appreciate you. And one final thing I'll, I'll add is, you know, in taking care, take deep breaths. Remember to connect. Mm. Everybody listening, just inhale. <sighs> And trust that it is all working out. This is happening not to you, but for you, through you, as you, in some kind of wild way. And so trust that we may be being redirected, definitely calling, being called forward to surrender and to trust and to re-architect and to really connect with ourselves and this 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 beautiful opportunity that we have to make the best of every situation. And then just one more thing that's perfect on that. And just to the permission to know that when we slow down and, and we do breathe more and we connect to our breath, it's like there are, it's just layers that want to come up. So you might be finding a resistance in the body or something really challenging to navigate, but know that there is no frequency on earth that cannot be transformed into its higher essence through the belly. So we have these transmutation chambers with the belly and the transmutation through our heart. And when we drop into those places and, and pull the breath into them, at times we'll tangibly feel the layers unpack. And but but there's a threshold to them sometimes. And and at that threshold, what might mean we go into action, but to just be gentle and, and allow the layers to just transmute, transcend and and not attach a story to them on the way out. So just 
back to the breath and yeah, I just wanted to add that little piece. Mm -hmm. So good, thank you, perfect addition. Love you, Dan, I love everybody listening to this. If you enjoyed this, do me a solid and give it a like, give it a comment, give it a subscribe, share it with a friend, share it with somebody that can benefit from this information. And most of all, just congratulate yourself for being human and crazy times and doing the best that you can. Appreciate you all. Thank you for being here and stay tuned for the next episode.